G'day there and welcome to the rewrap for Friday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking breakfast on News Talk ZB and a sillier package, I and Glenn ZB. And this morning, Mike's, I think, just wants everybody to go back to work. I don't think it's quite time for that yet. Uh, some people worried about being tracked and uh, we've got Sean Wallace back on air. Yes, that bloke from The Chase is uh, back again, uh, this time with an online quiz, and we'll finish up by marking the week, because it's Friday, that is what we do, no matter what the circumstances are. Uh, Meanwhile, though, the government just not doing a good job, according to Mike. The government went into this with a reputation as being useless at delivery, a lot of noise, a lot of ideas, a lot of committees, but little concrete behind it. So at week's end, the medical profession are crying out for PPE gear the government said was plentiful and yet apparently is nowhere to be found. The flu vaccine, which was over-ordered, is nowhere to be found. The contact tracing that they were all over has vanished as story after story emerges of people a week into isolation not having heard a word. The testing scam has finally been exposed. There were never enough kits. The criteria for testing was a joke as well as confusing and the Prime Minister's most embarrassing moment of all, Tuesday deciding to use the WHO's two week old mantra test, test, test as though she'd just put down her latest teddy in the window and discovered it as a fresh buzz phrase. Add the scandal of funding for beneficiaries that isn't virus related, the minimum wage rise that can't be afforded, the funding for Maori as though the virus had a racial element, that is the most blatant pork barrelling you've seen in a generation, top off the refusal to quarantine returned citizens and still to defend the idea of self-isolation as workable, and you've ended up with a government in seriously deep trouble and, quite obviously, a mile out of their depth. The lovin' that this started as, with your Facebook lives and be kinds and shout-outs to sign language experts, is turning. And watch next week, as jobs and livelihoods tumble, how quickly this becomes an economic fight over a government that still insists that health trumps all. This thing is costing the economy over three billion dollars a week. How many weeks can we afford that and still have a government telling us all we need to do is stay at home and do nothing? It still uh, amazes me that Mike seems to have so much confidence somebody else could be doing a better job of this when nobody's really doing a better job of this anywhere. Anyway, some people are doing some things better. We're doing some things better. Not Nobody's getting it all right. It's unprecedented. Cut them some slack. Anyway, I need to stop bagging my host and um, listen to him. Oh, no, he's saying other stupid things about some other stupid things. It's the business of the digger. So there are plenty of jobs around the place. Building a motorway, building a highway, for example, people are paced miles apart. So so this whole business of, you know, the argument around the greengrocer, if you open up a greengrocer, suddenly there's too many people in the shop and it becomes problematic, and I get all of that. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I get it. Uh, and having had the pharmacy experience this week, it's a pain in the bum and it's unproductive. But nevertheless, there are lots of jobs you can do where people are widely spaced and bother nobody. The people who, the, the bloke who mows my field for example six hectares of field he drives in a car in his bubble he gets out of his car with the tractor on the back and he hops onto his tractor and he drives around my field six hectares for six or seven hours he touches nobody he talks to nobody he sees nobody why isn't he working what possible harm is he doing to the economy and health well, or, in, or anybody see. car crash uh, injuring himself with the mower that's all of that's true but that's all applicable. You can't forever, if you're going to use the excuse of, look, why am I here today? What if I fall over and injure myself? What if I drive on the way home smack into somebody? Essential workers, that's what we're doing. We're arguing essential workers, who's essential, who isn't? What part of the economy you can move and what you can't? But a person who's not touching anybody, dealing with anybody, is seems to me to be a person who should be working in the economy if you want some money to turn over, don't you? I mean, we can't literally all sit at home 
for how long do you want to do? You think this is going for three more weeks? No, it's not. It'll be going for three or four more after that, and then we'll have to see. Just look at the experience overseas. What's happening overseas is what's going to be happening here. They're just warming you up for it, and they just haven't given you the details. Now, I do worry uh, that Mike just wants his lawn mode. Is that what's going on here? Is that why he's... Anyway, um, uh, something that I'm I'm slightly more on board with is the people who are starting to get worried about how just exactly how much we're being tracked, how much uh, of a of a military state we're moving towards. Very good text, Mike. Community surveillance of certain groups sounds sinister. What would it actually involve, George? It's a very good question, and there's a growing feeling uh, globally. This is certainly some of the Asian countries have been doing a lot of tracking with apps and 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 bracelets and monitoring and phones, and uh, maybe we could have done more of that in terms of um, chasing up people who are supposed to be in self-isolation, uh, as regards Mike Bush's revelation yesterday. But uh, there's a growing feeling among some, particularly in the Western world, that this is an opportunity for governments uh, to basically monitor people on an increasing basis. So in other words, if you introduce an app or a bracelet or some form of contact between you and the government for this crisis, the government then comes to you and goes, well, now that we've you know, got your map and now that we know where you are and we've got some details, let's just, let's just carry on with that and see how we go. And so the creep begins. Cue the, if you've got nothing to hide, you've got nothing to fear line, of course. Uh, often it's not until... Um, uh, Somebody else has something of yours uh, that you didn't even realise you were hiding and then they're threatening to expose it or they are using it against you, you realise that actually you do have something to hide. It's actually not called hiding, it's called privacy, but anyway, maybe it's not as important as it used to be. I'm sure it isn't. Uh, Sean Wallace, the Dark Destroyer from The Chase. He was back on the show today. Remember that time when Mike uh, did a quiz against him and narrowly lost? Uh, well, Sean does, apparently. So how's this going to work? It's just going to be like, you're, you're going to be on a screen, I'm going to be on a screen, and we're just going to go for it. I think so, um, and uh, we're just going to go for it. Yep. Uh, I've been actually uh, taking a break from writing today, so I was just doing a bit of revision now. So why, the way in which I normally revise is to actually uh, look at uh, old shows or recent shows which I record, like University Challenge and Mastermind, and just test myself. So the way in which I learn is that uh, I'm only interested in the questions I get wrong, not the questions I get right. Gotcha. Is it going to be New Zealand skewed? Do you know? Or I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, I am going to uh, prepare uh, my level best. I don't think uh, the guys that believe it or not would uh, uh, skew it that way because Andre and John are very, very fair when it comes to quizzes, and they're very, very good. Um, but um, I don't think they're going to skew it uh, uh, in terms of uh, parochial questions from the uh, uh, great New Zealand. And do, do you want to win, or is this funsies? No, I'm. Um, although it's a good training, I'm actually here to win. Uh, I know I'm not going to be up against some very, very uh, clever quizzes, but uh, no, I'm not. The, I'm not here for the beer. I'm here to win. Yeah, fair enough too. And 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 for people, see, because the reason I ask about the New Zealand questions, when I went against you, I lost even on New Zealand questions, and I'd back myself as being, you know, moderate, moderately educated. And so, if it was just, uh, I thought you were very, very good actually. I, you know, the questions sometimes, you know. The questions can fall your way, um, and it fell my way against you. So um, yeah. it doesn't make me a better quizzer than you. It just makes me uh, well. You are sure. It's um, it's remarkable how he takes that so seriously. It's like those people who take I don't know gaming seriously. Yeah, you go. Know, it's life or death to them, or sport. Um, it's so serious, isn't it? 
Imagine if I took podcasting this seriously. Uh, let's mark the week. Mark, the week would never happen for a start. Uh, the committee run by Bridges looking into Government Accountability 9. G'day, Mike. What a wondrous revelation this has been. Democracy in action and a government's appallingly exposed on testing, their lack of plan and planning, changes to essential services, and a spectacular smackdown by an economist pleading for an adult to be running this thing. Online shopping, eight. Harvey Norman, they're back with Fridge Freezers galore, and this is the blueprint for an economic reboot. Get this country moving. Work out who can work and how and get this country Moving. Mercedes, eight. <gasps> Along with GM and Ford and Dyson all making ventilators. See, creativity shines in tough times. Angela Merkel, seven. <laughs> On her way out, after that catastrophic migrant decision of a couple of summers ago, and yet by handling the German scenario about a million times better than most of the European counterparts, she's suddenly a hero again. You see, in dark days, true leadership is found and or exposed. Uh, the minimum wage increase, too. Indefensible, and only backed by the unions and Labour, who are, of course, the same thing. Joe Parker, eight. Uh, Let's get ready to rumble! In a world of board celeb videos, most of which expose just how untalented many of them actually are, Parker scored two big hits this week, and well worth a look. Cauliflower, too. Over a thousand people emailed the government over prices. I despair. I honestly despair. If it was illegal not to buy cauliflower, you'd have a point. Given it isn't, how about you do something productive? Testing, the flu jab, PPE, contact tracing, airport isolations, or lack of them, too. By week's end, this is a government that is losing control of the plan, if there was one, the narrative, and the goodwill of an increasing number of New Zealanders. The Parliamentary Commissioner for the Environment, Seven. Yes, his report, missed by most, exposed what a sham the government oil ban in Taranaki really was. No consultation, not even beneficial for the environment, certainly not for the economy. Lucky they're not in charge of anything really serious. Oh, whoops. Australia 6. G'day, Mark. Good on you. Their curve is flatter. They're testing more people, and you can still go get a haircut. They could be onto something here. Zespri 8. Holding on to their 2025 target of $4 billion in earnings, reminding us that what we do is feed the world, and the world will always need feeding. Nick Mowbray and all the entrepreneurs who have made a difference. 9. Millions of bits of pieces of equipment coming into the country on the planes that they've hired. Businesses on hold. The country put first and genuinely useful practical help delivered. And that's the week. Copies on the website. 16 of these, by the way, can be stapled together and worn as protective gear. Three can be origami together and made into a face mask. But sadly, no matter how many you get, they can't be turned into a flu jab. And that was us providing you uh, with another week of essential radio service. I'm not saying that to rub in the fact that we're allowed to come to work when I know that so many of you aren't. But I hope in some ways uh, we have uh, helped you get through. Um, And we'll be back doing that for you again on Monday. I'll see you then.